evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Relationship Stuff 101 podcast here on this Sunday, July 11th, 2021. How's everybody doing this morning, this afternoon, and this evening? Okay, so what are we talking about now? I want to let you guys know I'm live on Green Room. So I'm going to let people, if they want to talk, I'm going to let them know. Hey, do me a favor, mute your mic when I let you up, and then if you have something to add, uh, unmute your mic, and then go that way, that way we can have a small little conversation here, and see how things go, if nobody joins in, I'll just keep going on my own, and say what I have to say about this, the title, Nice Guys Don't Finish Last, now this comes from the legendary saying that you know, nice guys finish last, um, good girls like bad guys, and different things of that nature you've heard over the years. And recently, earlier this week, I saw a post somewhere that said, uh, does does good guys finish last and why? You know, asking the question of why do good guys finish last? And my legendary thing I used to tell people, because I've been talking about relationships since 1998 for a long time, and I've been breaking down many different reasons of why people say things or many different reasons of why people talk about things the way that they do. So what I used to say was I didn't know there was a race. I didn't know that at the beginning there was a start and at the finish there was a bad guy there who was the victor and there was a good guy who was left behind I did not know that but in society there are many different reasons and many different understandings on why nice guys finish last now we always go with the good girls like in bad guy narrative you see it in movies you know you see the guy he's got a motorcycle he has tattoos you know, he usually has a lot of women chasing him. We see rappers that talk about uh, different things in their um, in their songs, and we see that the women respond to them in a certain way. In school, you may see the guy that's being a jerk you know, tend to get a lot of women that follow him or laugh with him, play around with him, and the guy that's the nerd or the guy that rarely talks to anybody is usually not getting as many women and some of these little boys ask the, ask the question, why am I, I not getting what these guys are getting? Why am I being left behind and these guys are being pushed forward? Why is that? And a lot of times, there's no answer to that question. You understand? Because a lot of it has to do with what society pushes forward. You understand what I'm saying? And a lot of that has to do with damaged people a lot of times let's, let's look at it like this right and I, and I said this somewhat in my podcast last week that I did about no longer holding a grudge imagine if being in a room full of toxic energy was your comfort zone and the minute somebody came in and tried to change that you dislike that person because you love the toxic energy 
And that person can try to bring as much positive energy as they want. But you like the toxic energy that's being brought to the room. So you rather go with that than to go with something that's not as entertaining as the toxic energy is. So a lot of times it's not about the person more than it's about the misunderstanding of what the person is bringing to the table. So you hear a lot of times that nice guys are boring, that good guys are boring, that they're weak, that they wouldn't defend the woman in many situations if something was to go wrong. So let's think about this. So the guy told me some years ago, um, he said to me that if you are in the jungle, you would want to be with the strongest lion. You're not going to want to be with the gazelle because the gazelle is being chased by the alpha lion. So why not be with the alpha lion and why be with the gazelle? You understand what I'm saying? So in that case, he mentioned that it's about nature and nurture and it's more about being protected and feeling secure with somebody. So the bad guy brings on this attitude that he's a protector and he's willing to go tenfold for a woman if something was to go wrong because the nice guy seems to be too nice or seems to be weak he'll be less likely to protect me when the heat comes or when a storm comes he'll be less likely to hold my umbrella and he'll just be blown away just like the umbrella too so I need a strong umbrella more like one of them umbrellas you put on the back of a picnic table that's the type of umbrella that this woman is looking for and not the one that is weak you probably got from the dollar store and you open it up and it just flips and turns into one of those uh, umbrellas from back in the day so it's catching rain instead of uh, diverting the rain towards the ground so a lot of times all of these stereotypes which a lot of them become funny and a lot of them become antics high school girls tend not to want to be a part of the antics and tend not want to be a part of the laughter so they're more likely to go with the guy that people think is tough than to go with the guy that's weak and a lot of these times these high school girls do not know the difference between someone treating them with respect for the rest of their lives compared to someone only treating them with respect to gain an advantage and once they gain this advantage they're done with them so they don't understand the difference between that guy and this guy you understand what I'm saying the the guy who would treat them like a queen compared to the guy who would pretend to treat them like a queen and then cut their head off so they don't understand the difference between these two people what happens later on is that these little girls turn into women but just because some women turn into women that doesn't mean that they have lost that immaturity of being a little girl you understand so this is where you get a lot of women still attaching all of these false narratives and all of these stereotypes to men on to a reason why they're not dealing with the guy because he doesn't seem like a protector and that's basically what this all boils down to who seems like a protector so let's go we at the olympics 
we got slot number one, two, three, four, and five. Slot number one, we got the computer tech. Slot number two, we got the uh, the do the do hard or the try hard guy who's ambitious and wants to get it all and wants to get rich quick. Slot number three, we have the ex-convict. Slot number four, we have the gang member. And then slot number five, we just have the antisocial non uh, non people not liking people, not liking anyone, stays to himself and really doesn't care much about being anywhere or any place. This guy is just a complete and total disconnect from society. The race starts and we're off to the races. The computer genius at the end of the at the uh, in the first slot, he starts off really good. He works out, he keeps himself together, he nourishes, he's really nourished and uh, healthy and eats all of the right foods and all of the right uh, nutrients to make himself stronger. But these other men are right on his tail and a lot of them pass him up. And once he's passed up by these men who seem stronger, these men who seem more likely to win already, he gives up. Even though he is ahead, he gives up. Why is that? Why did he give up so easily? It's because he already thinks that those guys are going to win. So he didn't even keep trying. Even though he was ahead of the race. Society told him, you have entered into a race. You are already destined to lose. So why are you here? Why are you here in this race that you're destined to lose? Why even try to finish? Why even push yourself to the limit? You're not going to win. You're not going to get there. You have people whose society have put in front of you to go harder, to try harder, and to go further. Slot number two was the person who was ambitious. They end up winning a race. They can really care less about anybody else other than themselves. They're a narcissist. However, because they won the race, to the audience full of women, that person seems like the person to be with because they came out the victor. And the nonchalant attitude is a little interesting because they're not really trying to come at the women. They're really not trying to be on to them. But this confidence, apart from being too confident, is just enough to push this guy into the arms of any woman that he wants in the audience. Because that guy gave up in the beginning, it makes him seem weak. It makes him seem as though he didn't try enough. And nobody wants to not be with somebody who didn't try their hardest to win the race or at least keep going because that blemish can turn to something that they have to face and something that they have to see later on in life. And they don't want to be with a person who's causing blemishes. They want to be with a person who's breaking records and starting and causing history. That's the person that they want to be with. That's the person they feel comfortable being with. And that's more than likely the person that they will end up with. And this is what it is. Now, in society as a whole, when you look at it like that, do you think that because of the fact that you have lost this race, that makes you 
not fitable for someone to be in a relationship with. That's not true because you lost the race just means that the audience has only picked the winner who became the winner. Doesn't make you a loser because you didn't win the race. It makes you a loser if you give up from not trying again the next time a race comes along. So let's go along and you another race comes up. You're in slot number one again. And you've been given all this encouragement. If you listen to what I've said and you go and you run as hard as you can because you're the most healthiest person on the track and you win the race. And now, even though you were seen weak before, all of these people see you as being strong now. So you get somebody based off the fact that you appear stronger than you are, not the fact that you look weak in the last race. So sometimes it's about appearance. So the, the basic thing is that if you appear to be weak, people will think that you're weak. But if you appear to be strong, people will think that you're strong. But in all, we don't know who's the weak person. We don't know who's the strong person. We just base all of this off of social norms and what society tells us what is and what is not. And that's what is that's what your the pick of the litter comes from. It doesn't come from the fact that you know that these men are bad. You know that these men are good. It comes from what you assume. And a lot of times, like I said, it has to do with the fact that a lot of women are damaged. Because if you only like damaged goods, damaged goods are the only thing that's going to attract you. Imagine being in a city that's broken down and you come from a broken down city. Then you walk into a city where everything is great. Everybody seems happy. Everybody always seems to wave at you and say good morning. You're going to less like you're going to more than likely feel some type of way because you're not used to that positive energy. So you want to go back to this this damp city that you're used to. And anybody who brings any positive energy towards you in this new setting, you're less likely to like that person based off the fact that you come from a damaged universe. So as you love the damage, as you love the shit, as I would say, you're less likely to smell flowers if you're so used to smelling bullshit. And that's where you have to start to look at the fact that you're not finishing last because you're a nice guy. You're finishing last because she likes shit and you ain't bringing shit to the table. And in that case, you should not be feeling bad because you have to find somebody who doesn't like shit. You have to find somebody who likes flowers. And that's the, that's basically what it is. No, you didn't finish last. There was never a race. What race were you a part of? When you, when you walked out of your house this morning or when you walked out of your house last night or when you walked into school the other day, did somebody say, Get, uh, okay, start, let's go. Did the gun go off? You understand? Were you off to the races? Were there a bunch of people running around? No, that's not what it is. Most of the part, Most of the time, society is against you. The logic of society is against you. That's what's against you. It has nothing to do with who you are or what you do. It has to do with what society has to do. So, guys, I didn't want to make this podcast that long. Um, if you're new to the uh, podcast, guys, we're just now checking out the podcast. Go ahead and share this podcast. Somebody might need to hear this. Somebody might need to, you know, get this information. And somebody may be feeling down or somebody may be on the verge of 
suicide. Please don't be on the verge of suicide because guys, I may say it's not that serious, but sometimes it gets to that point and you have to tell somebody to step back from that ledge. Um, yeah, so share the podcast. Let's try to get the podcast to at least a hundred monthly listeners. Let's try to get it to a thousand, at least by the end of the year. You guys have been listening to Relationship Stuff 101 podcast here on a Sunday, July 11th, 2021. I've been your host, Shadir Henderson, and I'm going to see you guys or catch you guys in the next podcast. Peace.